Conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbaro is a production of EI Publishing in association with EI Alliance, copyright 2018. Visit eipublishing.com for more. Music for this series is courtesy of New Threads, copyright 2018, from their self-titled album, Available Now. today with Julie Benetti to talk about something that's very interesting and I think a concept a lot of people have a hard time with it's being alone with your thoughts Mm. and I'm not going to sit here and do a psychologist viewpoint or a Freudian idea of being alone and what it means the part about this that's interesting to me is is coming from a, a point of empowerment and being by yourself in your own thoughts and in a meditative way yet I don't want to call it meditation is accessing the energy Mm. so Julie you and I you know spent a lot of time meditating in the past Mm -hmm. I've meditated I think 20 years ago and you know it's interesting that when all else for me has failed and I don't mean in terms of accessing energy or whatever, but when I'm at my wit's end with whatever's going on out there, I tend to go inside myself right. and I do this meditation. And what I think is important to talk about, not about my journey within this, because who cares about my journey, mm-hmm. but the journey itself is fascinating. And, and where I'd like to bring people and discuss with you is how that helps to access energy right well it's funny because you know i'm listening as you're talking of course and i'm thinking okay being alone with my thoughts and i kind of think we we talk a lot about being your own best friend and all that kind of stuff and i don't want to go into platitudes or phrases or anything that everybody tags along with yet your thoughts you know can be something really good for you if you entertain them and construct them and work with them in that way. And why not? Thoughts, I mean, you know, I always go into this, thoughts are energy, science has proved it, yada, yada, yada. Yet, when you're alone with your thoughts, I mean, why is that a bad thing? So I think the answer to that might be that when you're alone with your thoughts, the first thing you do is you have all these, you know, it's almost like the 3 a.m., you know, thing. you wake up in the middle of the night and everything that you've ever experienced comes into your mind. You're overwhelmed with, oh my gosh, all the stuff that can occur, that has occurred, I should have, I could have, I didn't, and everything's magnified at 3 a.m. So one of the things that I first did when I first um, started meditating was, you know, they always say to clear your mind. And I think to be able to get to the space that you're referring to, and I don't, I'm not putting words in your mouth yet, to get to that space that you're referring to, you really need to clear your head. And one of the things I said one time to someone I was talking about, because I I actually said, okay, because like everybody else, I'd sit and meditate, and of course, the minute it's quiet, boom, everything (laughs) came in. So one time what I did is I said, okay, all the thoughts come on in everything and i kind of just it's almost like i opened the door and like it's like a closet and like everything fell out and i just kept saying all right keep coming 
keep coming and it came and it came and it came and all these nasty, unempowering thoughts that I had that we all have because again, we live in this world that always creates doubt and uncertainty and makes you feel like you're not worthy or whatever. They all kind of came out and I didn't jump on any bandwagon. I didn't really judge them. I just kind of let them come and finally they stopped. It was, it was like, oh, it was almost like you know, it ran out of steam. There was nothing left to say. I'm like, all right, come on. There's got to be some other thoughts in there that have to. And they just kept coming until really they were exhausted. There was nothing else. And at that point, and it was funny, it was almost like relinquishing. You just, that just stopped. And then all of a sudden it's like the air cleared and I was able to get in that space. And I think that's part of why people are afraid to be with their thoughts because it's, I'm going to call it the 3 a.m. syndrome mm. that people think, oh my gosh, I'm going to go into that space. And when you can do that and let it go, well, then that's where you come in <laughs> and you, well, to, to well, talk about the energy piece of it, because once you open up all of that or let all that go and something else opens, that's the space that right. we're talking about. Right. And it's in that space that being alone is not lonely. It's being by myself. And I'm recognizing myself that being by myself is completely completely empowering and so it's funny as I'm you know listening to you and ready to you know converse with you I'm getting these little visuals and when you were talking about all your thoughts coming out I'm seeing this little piggy bank go upside down and you're shaking it out shaking mm -hmm. it out trying to get all these little nuggets out and then you think okay you put the stopper on the piggy bank and you think all right there's nothing in there <laughs> it's kind of no, no offense to the analogy, but it's kind of funny. And, and when you think about that and, you know, what kind of um, neediness your thoughts take and what you do with them and how you find yourself experiencing them, it's interesting because once again, after that, you said being by myself. And again, I hear it differently because if you break up those words, being by myself, that's actually kind of beautiful. It's not that you're all alone. Mm, yeah. You've defined yeah, it as being all alone, yeah. but you're being right by yourself. I mean, what greater person to be by? What greater energy to be by? Hey, Julie, do you remember the old Tootsie Roll Pop commercial? It's how many bites does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop? Oh, yes. Okay, you do remember that. How many rings does it take to get someone to answer the door on Halloween? Depends on if you have candy or not. Well, how many clicks does it take to get the Halloween trivia ebook? Just a one. Just a one. Get yours today. Hi, this is Julie. I recently went away to Canada and I was excited to bring a handful of books, but I couldn't read a thing. Has that ever happened to you? All I wanted to do was play. If you travel, trivia is fun. And we have a lot of different trivia for you. We have Think You Know the Kabbalion. You can test yourself. We have trivia on Halloween and Samhain. And we have Christmas trivia. So the time is right to test your brain and get moving. And if you want to do it today, you can go to Amazon and download the eBooks. And, you know, who knows, maybe, you know, in, in spiritual sensations, people go into, okay, that's your higher self, that's this, that's that. You can think whatever you want. Yet the bottom line is, you know, you choose whether you decide it's by myself or you're actually hanging out by yourself. Yeah. <laughs>
And I'm not trying to play with words no, yet perfect, in our understanding though. and how we comprehend things and how we choose to comprehend things. Again, are we reacting to others' definitions? And we've already talked about reactions in another podcast. Yet, you know, once again, how we choose to hear and use the words we're utilizing. And that gives energy and that's still just raw energy and you know what you talked about clearing your thoughts and then getting in that meditative state that's a very powerful position to be with yourself and so most people i think don't like doing that because they can't get past that first step because mm -hmm. everything comes rushing at them but then it is interesting because, and, and I wanted to say that because I wanted to be very clear defining that piece versus what we're talking about, the energy. Because when you allow yourself to open up to what you hear, see, feel, it's almost like a whole new world opens up. It's like a door opens and you're like, oh, I didn't get that. I didn't recognize that before. I, you know, you don't, I didn't see that before. And, you know, it's kind of funny because, again, I go into a visual as you're talking and I'm listening because I think, so there you are beside yourself. And so it's like you're hanging out with a buddy, with a pal, <laughs> and somebody else comes up. So when the thought comes up or something else, it's like, hey, how are you? What, what are we? So now you're not there alone because you're not. You're by yourself. I mean, I know I'm playing with the words, yet there is an interesting meaning to the energy there. Well, and that's when the energy can speak its loudest. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just going to tell the one story because it's just too funny. So I was pulling out a shirt, and I, I pulled out a shirt I've had for like 10 years. And for some reason, I'm like, i got to give this to Julie. Julie's doing some interesting stuff on the side with, with some retro shirts. And so I pulled it out. And I've had it for, like I said, for eight years. So I'm like, oh, Julie, I'm like, hey, you want to take this? I saw this. I pulled it out. She's like, yeah, sure, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Day goes on, she leaves. And I've known Julie for, what, like six years now? Seven years? I don't even know how many years. And and all of a sudden, she drives. And she's like, all right, I'll see you later. I'm going home. And she leaves. And, I mean, I don't know if it's not even five minutes later, I get a phone call. And she's like, you're not going to believe this. I'm driving down the street. And there's this woman who's walking her dog, and she's an older woman, and she's got she's got the same shirt. I've never seen the shirt before, and you know, and I can also tell you that it relates to a certain. You had to get this at a certain place. It was only one place. It wasn't something that was mass produced, but it was for a specific event. And so, to make to make it even more interesting, is she she had the exact same shirt. So, um, and and you know, we can go into the oh my god, that's so weird. But then we, you know, but subsequently there's been a lot of stuff similar to that occurring. And we've, we've kind of come to the conclusion it's the universe is, you know, we've been, I will say, talking with the energy for a long time. But it's like the universe is now getting funny. Yeah. It's got like a sense of humor. And it's like I'm hearing things and seeing it. Like this is actually funny. <laughs> and, you know, and it's, and it's almost you know, so uh, because we're doing, I know I'm talking again, here we go in like six directions, focus, Susan. So we're doing these podcasts because we have certain things that we're understanding and we're sharing. And where I'm going with this, Julie, it's just interesting that we've had 
it's like any relationship you have with someone when you first meet them you have certain conversations and then you know they kind of morph into different conversations and as you know someone it you know the conversation changes however it is right. you think of anyone you know it always changes in some way um, if the relationship continues and so it's interesting it's like we we've been so serious with the energy and we do take serious what we do we work really hard at it and we we don't take lightly anything because we know it's a higher space that we're accessing and everybody else can too this isn't like we're so awesome we are awesome but you know anyone can do this too right we're on right. that's why i'm doing the podcast it's right. not to say i don't care what you think about me and i'm not i'm not worrying about what i think but it is an you know we you go into that space and it's like the conversation's changing right well, the cool thing about it is the energy is responding. And so it's not just that it just started to respond. No. It's that we're interacting with that response. And the funny thing, too, about that T-shirt is that the color caught my eye and then the design on the front. And I still wasn't convinced. It was like I was waiting for the punchline. And I never do this. I'm driving, looking forward, and I'm scanning in my rear view mirror to see what it said on the back of the shirt and it was exactly the same <laughs> as the one you gave me and I could and I had to share the joke mm. and it was definitely a joke and it, it was, was funny yeah. it was like fun of being yeah. <laughs> and so I guess part of the um purpose for this podcast is is you know I have to always remind myself that you know being by myself is very empowering it's a very empowering place. It didn't feel that way in the beginning. And who else would you want by your side than yourself? And it's it you your it's yourself, but it's your higher self. It's not just you. It's almost like the whole of you and mm -hmm. the whole of everything. And that's where what you access. And people that are psychic and they go into it, sure. But to me, that's boring. Mm. I mean, it's just boring. It's like, yeah, I can go in. I can read. Okay, that's awesome. I'm, I'm also an accountant, a CPA. I can look at someone's financials. I can tell you a story of what happened. I can look at them. People say, wow, you can look at the numbers. But really, is that really what this is all about? No. It's about something more. And I think it's important for me to hear how being by myself is very empowering and it's not that and also when you started to say in the beginning how to access that when you get to that clarity i mean look what you open up you open mm. up the space where you start to entertain mm. other vibrations that could be like yourself could interact in different ways and interject different information whether it be through energy or somebody you meet because once again i know we're all energy so we're interacting with energy and making that clarity of, you know, kind of emptying out your thoughts. And you've actually, it's funny because did you empty your thoughts or did you create a larger space? Because we know what that does in science. When you create a larger space, you, there's lots of energy in a larger space for a lot more to come in. And so, again, you know, I keep on harping on this for some reason just today about how we need to really reevaluate our definitions and if they're working for us and how we're experiencing things based in them and how we react to them. And maybe if we listen clearer 
for what we are saying and what we are accessing, there's a different meaning to that. And there could be a little joke inside of that. And a little joke is always good. So the definition of being alone is actually, when you said that, I had to write it down because we're trying not to interrupt because I am probably the worst because it's like, oh my God, wait a second, wait a second. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm changing. So the definition of being alone is fascinating because when when you're alone, when you're by yourself, and I'm going to say, you know, even what you said, being by myself, mm -hmm. um, you really are not alone. What you're doing is you're quieting outside. And it's only when you quiet outside, and it's getting quieter, as we say, the inside, you can hear it better. Mm -hmm. And you're really not alone. You're never alone. That's actually, hey, I just got that. You are never alone. Not that this mm -hmm. is something, there's always an energy, a change in the energy. You're never alone. All you're doing is quieting the noise out there. Mm -hmm. And by quieting that noise, you can start to hear something different. Mm -hmm. And when you feel that, and when you sense that, it blows everything away. What do you guys think the right time to put up the Christmas tree is? Well, at least it's Halloween, so any day from tomorrow on, I held back and I didn't put it up yet. What about you, Julie? Julie? I would say yesterday! Get it up! Well, you know what? For anybody who says it's too early or too late to put up a tree, you know what has no bounds on time? It's Christmas trivia. You can do it anytime. It's a lot of fun and you can get people in the spirit so they're more apt to put their tree up a little bit earlier. Oh, I like that idea. That's I great. love it. And you can get a great trivia book by Julie Benetti on Amazon today. Hey, Susan, you remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now, right live now. on Amazon, right now. And you know what they say, there's no time like the present. When I say hologram, does it make you think of how the sum of the parts equals the whole? Also, how the whole is represented in the parts? It does for me, because the whole picture and the details are important. That's why Susan and I put five parts in our book, Energetic Invocations, A Book of Vibrational Change. Self, Journey, People, Environment, and World. Each part is important in detail, but also as a part of your whole life. Work on the parts? and work on your whole life. Change can happen. Energetic Invocations and Energetic Invocation Series available now on Amazon. Download the ebook today or get the paperback. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and, and I talked earlier about a podcast about proving. It's like, I can't prove that to anyone. It's like I can't. You can't experience what I'm experiencing by listening to me. And, you know, the really important thing about this, too, around all that we're saying for ourselves is that we're always out there trying to network, build relationships, do all this kind of stuff, you know, get on this social media, blah, 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 go to this event. And do we ever work at building a relationship with ourselves? Sometimes that's the last space we want to go to. And it's not scary. It's actually very beautiful. And it's very empowering. To move in your space of power when you have a relationship with yourself. Well, I think part of it is you have to 
be willing to give up the victimization you might be holding on to as well as old stories. Mm -hmm. Because if I give up, you know, if I look at Susan and I say, well, she did this and that, and, you know, and, you know, I, I try to look back at it and say, it's, I wouldn't be here if, if I hadn't been there. Right. Yet that's sometimes a hard, you know, you beat yourself up for being there. Right. But it's like, you got to let that go. And we, society doesn't support that. And mm -hmm. and whenever we go out on a limb, you know, there's always someone that's willing to come and cut that limb off. And you're like, damn, I worked so hard for that. And now, and, you know, and I'll be the first to, you know, I'll be the first to say we put up a podcast. And if I ever go back and listen, take it down. I don't want to hear it again. Take it off. But then I say it helped me. There was a processing I went through. And so maybe someone else hears it and it helps them on their journey. I got to get let go of it doesn't help someone if someone just wants to come in and say you sound stupid or you you, you, you don't make sense or you have to prove what you're saying to me if I'm going to allow them to stop me then they stop everything right but if I can I'm sharing and I know you're sharing mm -hmm. what you know and what you've learned and we've read and we've experienced and we've done all this work and it's like if it's someone else hears it and they can move with it that's awesome right and if they don't I, it, that doesn't reflect upon me and and another important you. part about it is that we are having this conversation together mm -hmm. and it increases the energy mm -hmm. of that and it's a lot of fun yeah it's a lot of fun to have that conversation be in that energy and get the little visuals that i get when i'm listening to you and i still think about that piggy bank because you know as all as kids most kids have piggy banks or whatever they have as a piggy or something else i don't know <laughs> And whatever you put in there is your treasure. And we've, we've kind of unfortunately learned that our thoughts really aren't our treasure. Well, they can be. And yeah, sure, they can be our own worst enemy, but still we can work with those and we can move forward into a better version of ourselves. And I don't, I don't wanna like project any of the lingo out there that's, that's used um, talking about when you're learning about yourself. Yet, you know, even taking that visual of the piggy bank, I mean, you're still as much as you, you know, shake to see, you, you look inside and you say what's in there and you think, wow, what else am I going to put in there now that it's kind of sort of empty, but it's never empty. So I'm just saying at the end of this, I, you know, I hope this is some somewhat helpful. My goal at the moment is I, as I said, I'm making a list of the things that I love about being by myself and I'm going to make that list and, um, and you know and it's interesting. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You know what's really funny is that when you said what I love, what I love about, about being by myself, and so I just took out by my and almost put in about what I love about myself. When you first told me that, I thought, oh wow, that's cool. I could help you out with that list. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's oh, just. You, yeah, you miss, yeah, but it's like I miss. Well, I misheard it. But right. if you really think about it what you love about being by and i'm saying by as in beside myself mm. is really what you love about yourself so you know what's number one on the list <laughs> is that i can talk out loud and i have a captive audience <laughs> hey who doesn't do that i do that all the time <laughs> so i have to i have to add that to the list as well as you know i could go into some other ones but you know I won't right now. I probably will put it up somewhere at some point. 
but I, I say that because I'm joking, but, you know, but I'm very serious about it. And I think, you know, there's something to that. And if you get past what everybody tells you, I'm shutting everybody up and I'm going to myself. And it's not about what makes me, you know, like you said, what, what I love about myself. I, I'm not into that. I, I hear that. I think it's beautiful. That's not what I'm trying to access. I know who I am. I'm always learning. So I'm, I'm more into what is it that I can get in being by myself that I can't get out there. So you're mining a different angle of it. Yes. I'm an angler. <laughs> an angler. <laughs> Not a fisher, but, but an angler. <laughs> but a big. I'll have to I'll have to close this. She's too busy killing herself laughing over there. So hey, what better way to go? <laughs> so I hope um, you know we're going to do some more podcasts on energy and accessing your own. We love talking about energy. We live in energy, and we're willing to say it and we're putting it out there. And it is so empowering. It is not like anything anyone else has said. Well, I've read a lot and I've listened to a lot, so I can't say nobody. You know, that's that's a little bit, but I haven't heard it put in a way that we're talking about it. Right. It and is empowering. It is not a parlor trick. It is not no. going out there and using it to take and to screw someone and to do it's about being completely present and powerful and in a, a knowing that you can't define and there is going to be another podcast because it's about knowing it is not the truth. Mm -hmm. And what great opportunity and what great learning experience to be in the presence of yourself. That's pretty cool. So thank you for joining us. Check out our podcast on eipublishing.com. Have a great day. Publishing in association with EI Alliance. Copyright 2018. Visit eipublishing.com for more. Music for this series is courtesy of New Threads, copyright 2018, from their self-titled album, available now.